Hello, everyone, and welcome to Valley Praise Unique Women's Podcast, where we seek to reach and encourage women in new ways. I am your host, Melissa Zapeta. With us today is Pastor Danny Longoria. He has been in ministry in the Rio Grande Valley for over 30 years. Born in Texas but raised in Ohio, Pastor Danny moved to the Rio Grande Valley in 1992 and married his lovely wife, Blanca, in 1995. They have raised their four children in San Benito, where they currently live, and Pastor Danny is a graduate from Course of Study School at Perkins School of Theology at SMU. He has served as Director of Youth and Spanish Ministries, Campus Ministry Director, Youth Pastor, Associate Pastor, and Lead Pastor in various churches across the Rio Grande Valley. Pastor Danny currently serves as Santa Rosa Campus Pastor for Valley Praise. Pastor Danny, thank you for being a guest today and for all that you do for Valley Praise Santa Rosa Campus. Can you tell us a little bit about Mr. Danny Longoria before he became Pastor Danny? Well, Melissa, thank you for the invitation to come and be on this podcast with you and for Unique Women's Ministry and this opportunity just to share a little bit about myself. Uh, So before I was a pastor, uh, mainly my career was in insurance. And uh, when I moved down in uh, 1992 uh, to the Valley, everybody was like, well, what are you going to do in the Valley? What are you going to do in the Valley? I'm like, I don't know, but I feel I need to get out of here and go. Uh, my aunt was getting insurance for an agency here in Harlingen. And she says, Hey, I think they're looking for somebody to work at the agency. You should go and talk to Mrs. Maria Elena ball. So I went and I spoke with her and I was like, you know, um, I don't know anything about insurance, but if you give me a try, Mm -hmm. I will prove myself to you and Mm -hmm. I will learn and I'll be the best insurance customer service rep (laughs) you've ever had. Right. I'm trying to sell myself. And you know what? She she uh, she took. uh, 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 What is the word? You know, she tried. She she took a chance. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. She took a chance with me and I worked there for many years uh, with Maria Elena Ball at Ball Mm -hmm. Insurance Agency. Agency. And uh, so that mainly was what I did before pastoring was insurance and different types of, you know, uh, life and yeah. health and, you know, but mainly property and casualty. But I was an insurance agent. Well, that's good knowledge to have these days. <laughs> it is. You know, I've been out of the industry for about two or three years now. And yeah. every now and then somebody yes, will call me an old we're, customer. You know. We're one of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're one of them to get your, your advice on things. Um, so now can you tell us a little bit about um, what made you become a pastor that you are today? Well, um, I am a pastor today. Uh, you know, part of my testimony is that I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior while I was serving in the Navy, which mm-hmm. is another part of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I remember it's a long, beautiful story, but uh, I did surrender my life to Jesus in the Navy on the USS Fletcher DD 992. Mm-hmm. Uh, at about four, five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. just, you know, in tears and overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the love of God that mm-hmm. God had for me. You know, this, uh, you know, we've been preaching about shame today and, mm-hmm. you know, recognizing that uh, my sin and, and the shame that I felt because of that. And all I could hear God saying, yeah, but I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I love you. As I read the gospel according to John mm-hmm. on that ship and that 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 morning. Uh, so I surrendered my life to Jesus and I was in my first love. Mm-hmm. It was like taking my Bible everywhere and underlining and highlighting. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, man, I want to share this, you know. So I, I've always had this uh, call, this 
passion or this burning to share about Jesus Christ and to share what Jesus had done in my life, mm. you know? Yeah. And so uh, it wasn't until like 2002 where I was serving at a church in San Benito as the director of youth and Spanish speaking ministries. And I, you know, I, although I wanted to serve the Lord that really doesn't, didn't necessarily translate to pastoring, mm -hmm. but I was kind of questioning that or seeking that out and asking the Holy spirit to guide me. Uh, the pastor at that time was doing a Bible study that I love called Lectio Divina. Mm -hmm. And it's called divine reading, the Latin, right? And divine reading. And out of that, you're reading a passage. So I was reading the passage where Jesus heal, heals the blind man, Bartholomew. I think mm -hmm. it's in the gospel according to Mark. And so as you read it, you read it like three times. And first you're looking for a word. Mm -hmm. And then you write that word down. And then you share what that word means. And then you're looking, you'll read it again three times. And, mm -hmm. and then you're looking for like a phrase. And then you read it again three times. And it's like, okay, Lord, what are you telling me through this word and through oh, this wow. phrase? Mm -hmm. And so as I read that, you know, I, I mind you, I'm, I'm still praying about God. Are you calling me to ministry? Am I to be a pastor? Mm -hmm. And so struggling with that. And so as I, my word was teacher or some translations have, you know, a uh, pastor or shepherd or, you know, what or master, you know, he's calling you. But the version that I read was teacher. Mm -hmm. So I wrote teacher down, you know, as I, that spoke to me and I told everybody, well, you know, praise the Lord for teachers, basically what I said, right? <laughs> Not so many words. And so it was like, praise the Lord for teachers. And I believe they give so much, you know, for so little. And so then my phrase was, because the disciples go over to, to Bartholomew and say, hey, take heed the teacher's calling you, right? And so my phrase was, he's calling you. And so I just shared, well, isn't it beautiful that God calls us into a loving relationship with him and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so then I read it again, okay? And then I have to pray and look at, okay, teacher, he is calling you. And so when I put it together, I was just, this fire mm. came over me and I started, I teared up, yeah. you know? And I'm calling because I literally heard the voice of God said, teacher i am calling you wow. and so from that day forward i i started the process in, into becoming a pastor yeah. and and here we are uh what is it 25 years later wow. you know serving as a campus pastor for valley praise right right well so you mentioned about um serving in the navy so mm -hmm. Um, first of all, thank you so much for serving our country. Thank you. Um, I come from, there's a lot of men in my yes. family that have served um, in, in all of them. I think Army, Air Force, Marines, Navy, Navy SEALs. I mean, they've been in all of them. Um, so what, what drove you to want to serve our country? And what would you say to young men and women thinking about wanting to serve our country today? So it was uh, 1987. It was my senior year. And I was kind of struggling, where, what do I want to do with my life? Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't a very academic person. You know, school wasn't my strength. And, uh, and so I'm like, well, I don't know if college is, is the answer for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe it was May 17th, the USS Stark was struck by the two missiles uh, in the Persian Gulf and mm -hmm. 37 sailors lost their lives. Oh, wow. And uh, that impacted me. Now, I wasn't seeking revenge. You know, I didn't want to go, yeah, let's go, whatever, right? Yeah. But I did want to serve. And somehow or another, I wanted to honor 
those men uh, and those families that have had lost their lives or yeah. lost a loved one. Uh, and a couple of my friends were already going into the Navy and, mm -hmm. and most of my family was in the Army or the Marines. And mm -hmm. so I'm the odd duck. Right. <laughs> uh, I joined the Navy and, and, and there's other reasons. Right. But, you know, I didn't know if college was right for me. Uh, and, but I knew I needed to do something. I was 17 years old. My dad mm -hmm. had to sign a waiver for me. Oh, wow. So I'll show a picture when I'm in my dress blues and my white hat, uh, in boot camp that day, when I took that picture, I turned 18. Oh, wow. Uh, and so it was a wonderful experience. Uh, you know, as I, I'll be 52, uh, here this month. And as I look back, um, you know, when people talk about joining the military and, you know, what do you think? Uh, you know, my first thing, if college isn't an option for you, obviously, I think college, you know, mm -hmm. uh, is is the better choice, I guess, academically mm -hmm. and better prepared. I mean, I've lost out to a job because although I was more qualified with experience, I didn't have the degree. Mm -hmm. And so I understand the value, mm -hmm. you know, of, of a diploma, of a degree. And so, yeah, you know, people would ask me, well, if college isn't an option for you, then, you know, maybe the armed forces, mm -hmm. whether it's the Coast Guard, the Navy, you know, the Air Force or the Marines, I think that's a good um, opportunity for growth. Uh, and I kick myself. I, I don't live with a lot of regrets, but one of the things that I, I, I wish I would have maybe, you know, done is made a career out of it because mm. I'd already been, you know, retired. It's only mm -hmm. 20 years. And back then, you know, I joined in 87, served till 91 active duty. Then I was two years active reserve and then two years inactive reserve reserve. So my total contract was for eight years. Uh, but, um, it, during that time, people were retiring early at yeah. 14, you know, 15 years. I'm like, but I was 21, Melissa. <laughs> I thought I knew everything. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so, but yes, that's what I would say. Yeah. That's good advice. Um, so now the same question, but from a pastor's standpoint, serving our country is a huge honor, but serving our Lord and Savior is the ultimate honor. So what can you say to those feeling called to serve in the Lord's army as a pastor? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> You know, it's challenging, uh, you know, and today you, you back in the day, you could build a church and people would come. Mm -hmm. uh, we live in a culture today, and, and I, I believe Pastor Aaron talked about this today in, in our sermon, and so did I, is, you know, we have been uh, struggling or, or facing or challenging, you know, this uh, uh, shame and this being desensitized to sin. Mm -hmm. Right. Everything seems to be acceptable right. now. Exactly. And so everything. Se and, and, and I get it. We are under this banner of grace. Mm -hmm. But you know what? The serpent told Eve and Adam in the garden was like, did God really say? Mm -hmm. So the devil has a way of twisting the spiritual truths right. that we find in Scripture. And I think one of the things that the, that the serpent does today is twist grace. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the one of the one of the things that he will tell us is, well, go ahead. Mm -hmm. It looks good. Mm -hmm. It feels good. Besides, you're saved by grace. Mm -hmm. So God will forgive you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, God has the, the devil rather has taken grace and made it generic. Right. He has taken great God's grace and, and has made it cheap. So I say all that because the challenges, you know, of confronting sin have always been there. Right. But it just seems so because there's no absolutes. People don't believe right. in absolutes anymore, like heaven and hell and right, right and right. wrong. And so it, it is a challenge, you mm -hmm. know. 
Uh, and so this, the staff, you know, the, the, the lead team and, you know, Aaron, Pastor Aaron, Pastor Kevin, Pastor Sandra, Pastor Iris, and myself, you know, and even Mark Hernandez, our resource director, we will sit and, 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 and look at, you know, the church and what does the future look like? Mm -hmm. Uh, so it is challenging, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't have it any other way for me, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you go into ministry not for money. You, you, you go into ministry not for fame. You go into ministry to lift up the name of Jesus mm-hmm. and to make Jesus famous amongst the people, you know. Right. And so in insurance, there were bad days, right? And I'd go back home and I'd be like, ah, today was terrible, right? <laughs> but today I could have a bad day and I could have a difficult, a difficult day, but I go home and, and I thank God for the opportunity mm-hmm. to save, to, to serve him and his people and to serve in his mercy and in his grace. So, uh, you know, God calls. Now, there was a break in my ministry, uh, but just because God, you know, I I believe that God can call us out. There may be a moment where God calls you out. Hey, you need a a sabbatical. Mm. You need a break. You know, because ministry can be hard and it's hard on your family, uh, whether it's your, you know, your spouse or even with your children. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they sacrifice a lot. And, and right. so I'm thankful for my wife. I mean, my wife, bless her heart, sits in the service in Santa Rosa, an English service, mm-hmm. and she doesn't speak English, oh, but she does yeah. it. She loves the Lord mm-hmm. and supports, you know, the church and supports me. Uh, so it is a, it is a, a life of, of sacrifice, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have, I get home at the end of the day and tired and whatnot, but thankful yeah. for this opportunity to, to serve God and to show my thankfulness for his grace over my life uh, and the life of the people. Yeah. Well, Pastor Danny, thank you so much for coming today and for all the great advice that you have given our listeners. Um, If you would like to hear Pastor Danny preach in person, you can join him at 10 a.m. at the Santa Rosa Valley Praise Campus. He never disappoints. I know when we go, we're never disappointed. (laughs) Uh, To God be the glory. (laughs) Yes, you're an awesome, awesome uh, preacher. Um, You have been listening to Valley Praise Unique Women's Podcast. Until next time, go out and make disciples of Christ by being a disciple of Christ.